Hello friends, I'm Dr. Tracy Lewis, and this is Kingdom Recovery just for today. In the next two podcasts, we will be sorting out isolation from loneliness in the process of recovery. We hope that you will find these podcasts to be insightful, thought-provoking, and helpful in your movement forward in your recovery process. If you find this podcast has been helpful to you, please make an investment and share it with someone else so that they too can be encouraged in their personal growth of wholeness. Before we get into the topic, I would like to share a reading from the big book of recovery that is found in Matthew 14, verse 23. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up into the mountain to pray, and there he was alone. In Kingdom Recovery, We believe that Christ is our example of how to live daily life. And in this particular reading in Matthew 14, 23, we see that Jesus made a specific choice to be isolated, which we will discuss in this podcast. Overcoming loneliness while being in the process of recovery, whether from addiction or emotional loss, such as divorce or death, requires consistent effort and energy. Loneliness seems to be an epidemic in our current state of the world. We are socially isolated with an ongoing pandemic and our mental health is suffering. Being single is difficult because meeting new people has been postponed. Struggling with isolation can be unbearable. Well, it seems at times it may never end. If you are experiencing a low season, or unmanageable emotions. Hopefully this short series of podcasts about this topic will be of help, hope, and encouragement to you. I think first talking about the word isolation, also coined as loneliness, yet sometimes isolation is not loneliness, but can lead us there in time if we don't know how to properly shift and transition into our next season. Isolation means the process or fact of being far away from others in a remote place. It can be causing a person or a place to remain alone or apart from others for a season. And loneliness is a feeling of sadness because one has no friends or company. It's a state of feeling solitude. When we are in recovery, one important part of our self-awareness through the process is to find the positive seasons of isolation and even cause them ourselves that serve the purpose for healing, restoration, and regrouping, and then recognizing the difference of the entrance of negative feelings of sadness that lead us to loneliness. These seasons arise because we have not moved out from isolation back into interaction with others. For others, it may be even becoming aware of skills needed in our new season to engage differently moving forward in our relationships than we once did that cause us to get hung up in the pit of loneliness. Let me give you a few examples so that you can better understand what I mean. I will use three separate life experiences where recovery is engaged to help you locate your own need of understanding. Once I give you these examples, you must ask yourself a question in order to locate yourself on your own GPS of your recovery journey. That question is, am I in a positive place of isolation for growth and discovery, or 
Am I presently in a negative place of loneliness because I have not or am not knowledgeable as to how to navigate out? Life hits all of us in so many different ways, and all of us do not experience the same thing from even the same events of life. The first example I would like to address is if you are in recovery from addiction. Perhaps isolation began for you through a difficult series of events and circumstances. It may be that you were arrested, that you became homeless from your addiction, that you OD'd and were shipped into treatment, or you might have joined treatment on your own because you came to yourself realizing that your addiction became unmanageable. However the process began, you must now determine your exact location. It can be very good to experience a season of isolation for a time in the onset of your recovery, not just while you were locked up or in a treatment facility, but also for some time once you are out on your own. The positive thing about this season is to avoid some of the most common pitfalls when it comes to people. In the first, let's say, six months of recovery on our own after incarceration or treatment. That pitfall is distraction. Focus is a strong determining factor of long-term sobriety. If one engages too quickly in close relationships, they can often get so concerned about the needs of others as well as their need for acceptance that they get off track quickly from the original path that was leading them into wholeness. This isolation can be very healthy and positive. It provides you opportunity to reevaluate what you really want in life and where you really want to go. It gives you time to explore and find out who you are without being under the influence of a substance. And it allows you a moment to learn new ways to cope with life and its issues and set your own course without worrying about someone else's opinion of your choices. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that you should not begin to form friendships that are inspiring and positive regarding your process. Perhaps a sponsor, a pastor, a person in long-term recovery, and people you meet inside of meetings is a great place to start. You must take steps to learn new ways of socialization before engaging any deeper than this level of relationship at first for your own well-being and sobriety. However, after some time and growth has elapsed, you'll need to venture into the deeper waters of relationships and begin to connect with others in your newfound way of living, which we'll also discuss. The second example is for the person who is recovering from a close relationship breakup with a friend or a significant other, or even divorce. Isolation, too, can bring this person into a healthy journey of healing from broken and hurtful emotions of rejection and other pain, and give them time to reflect on the healthy and unhealthy aspects of that relationship that they just crossed through. It will give them time to reflect on their own or other person's choices and decisions as well as their unmet needs or desires that brought that relationship to an end. It will be a season to reflect on yourself and what matters to you and what you hope the next significant relationship might look like. You'll begin evaluating what boundaries you need to readjust, what beliefs you won't discard again, even parts of your identity that you won't give away, or goals that you must achieve before entering another serious relationship again. If you're going through this process right now, then you must stay there until you find these truths 
But if you're going through this process and are now entering to a season of sadness or feelings of loneliness, you need a plan to get out of that pit and move into your next season of respect, love, and happiness. Now the third example is that of death, the death of a loved one, maybe even a spouse. This is an isolation that is forced on you, and it may not have been something you were expecting, or you were not aware that the feelings of isolation would begin to overtake you. In this situation, depending on the level of the relationship, it can also be positive in that you can take the things the person you lost taught you, shared with you, and recognize their value or lack thereof in your next season of life. You may have even been a caretaker for someone before their death, and that has caused isolation. That can positively help you to determine the next way you wish to spend the hours now that you gave to someone you love, and that can be unsettling for a moment as well. Isolation from such an experience will also cause you to look deep inside yourself and find the things that really matter to you. You see, death can bring about that reflection. It may be that you now value time and relationship at a new level of importance in your life, and it will motivate you for changes that you were otherwise procrastinating about had you not suffered such a loss in your life. It could also be that you are stuck in a place of feeling negative things and loneliness right now that is overwhelming and hindering you from daily interaction with others. That could be the result of your need to work through grief and heal from the loss in a positive way. This too can lead to an unhealthy place in your life if you do not address your present condition of grief. Now that we have acknowledged both the positive and negatives of both isolation and loneliness with a few examples, I hope you will take time to embrace the positive aspects of your season and begin to shift and address those negative ones as well by acknowledging them and moving beyond them out of loneliness into the mainstream of life in hope, peace, and happiness again. I would like to close this talk by stating that defining the purpose of isolation is so vitally important to your recovery as well. Make sure that the reason you are in isolation is a positive one to regroup and not one you are driven to by the enemy through negative thoughts and overthinking and anxiety and fear. That brings us to another reading in our big book of recovery that we must be made aware of. 1 Peter 5, 8 Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. There can definitely be seasons where isolation is a way to take us inward into our own head and emotions or to be tormented by the lies of the enemy or our own false perceptions. Be sure to check these possibilities as well and determine if it's time to shift out of that place into a better place of restoration. Actions of prayer, meditation, and casting your thoughts over to your God will help with this situation the most. In the second podcast of this series, we will share some steps you can take out of negative isolation and feelings of loneliness to become a better you, but our time is up for today. So just for today, my friend, take hope that answers and hope are on the way. Keep pressing. Keep evaluating your position in recovery and remain honest and truthful with yourself so that you can reach your desire to be the best you you can be. Embrace the positive moments of isolation that you may find yourself in at this time and get the very most out of it and strive to address the negative places of loneliness 
that can be detrimental to your recovery as well. Join us next week as we show you the steps to your victory over loneliness and negative places of isolation. I'm Dr. Tracy Lewis, and this is Kingdom Recovery, just for today.